welcome to the Conscious Coaches on the Mission, the podcast where we take super inspiring and profitable mindset, energetics, and online business strategy and get it into the hands of the most heart-centered people like you, creating mission-driven, soul-aligned businesses. I'm your host, Eugenia Oganova. I am a Clairvoyant seven-figure business strategist, personal transformation expert, and a messaging energetics coach with over 20 years of experience. I'm the owner and CEO of TranscensionGate.com and the creator of the Conscious Future Method. I'm also a best-selling author of three books, and I've been featured in over 100 publications, specializing in helping spiritual coaches and healers sustainably scale into multiple six and seven figures without forcing themselves to work harder by weaving masculine business strategy to feminine quantum energetics and customizing with their unique soul design and mission. Twice per week, in my 20-minute conversations, I'll be celebrating one lucky conscious entrepreneur on a unique mission, their expertise, business growth, leadership, and contribution to human awakening. Stick around to the end of the show. In 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be my next guest. Let's do it. Our today's guest is Roxanne Chaput. She is a luminary, a celestial guide, a generational shaman. She helps people illuminate their soul's luxuriance, which sounds so freaking awesome. It's going to be a really fun conversation. So welcome, Roxanne. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be here. Oh, I'm so glad we're going to talk about this. So let's start by you kind of diving in a little bit as what is this soul luxuriance that you are bringing in in people? Absolutely. So we all have this incredibleness within us. We have such a beauty within our soul essence. And it's about extracting that and about alchemizing our own internal medicines, gifts, and abilities and bringing that magic into the world so that we can luxuriously manifest everything that we desire. As we learn to vibrate in our own vibrational alignment and we up our frequency, we align ourselves to the most beautiful things throughout this world. Yeah, and this is something that I think every person craves one way or another to find that internal something that is more true to them than their ego personality that they functioning in the world. So what would you say would be the biggest challenge for someone who is on a spiritual journey waking up that component and still having kind of a normal life? Maybe the entrepreneur, they have a business, they have to kind of function and do some things that maybe not always like something that they love, but, you know, some parts that just have to be done. And yet they really working on bringing in this luxury from their soul essence. Yeah, absolutely. So we are all here and we all are created with a sacred purpose. And that sacred purpose is for us to be able to come here with our own gifts and abilities that we have within us. We are all individually based. We all have our own individual essence to our being. And it's really about honoring that aspect of ourselves just because we conduct business in a different facet or something that isn't completely in alignment with our passion doesn't mean that we can't come into the full alignment of our own being. And when we come into this alignment, we are literally aligning not just our intellectual body, but our emotional body, our physical body, and our soulful essence. 
when we come into this knowingness of who we truly are, it allows us to shift and pivot in ways that are unfathomable in a moment where we feel stuck within our ego state or within our intellectual body. It allows us to have these constraints and these fears that we're not actually able to live our life of passion because we have to stay in X, Y, and Z. And it doesn't mean that we have to make these mass bold moves right away. It's about taking these little steps and continuously taking these steps forward in order for us to be connected and staying on our path to discovering our true selves. Yeah. And what would you say to someone who may be having a difficulty differentiating the desire energy that comes from that soul essence versus from the ego or maybe some programming that they got us to, well, this is what I should do? Because sometimes it's not very obvious. Yeah, absolutely. So the ego will always worry about financial compensation and there's nothing wrong with monetary values or anything of that nature. But when we're coming from a state of our ego, we're coming from a place of fear, lack, and scarcity. We're looking to achieve something in in order to have that immediate exchange. When we come from a place of passion and of serving of whatever capacity that is, we are coming from a place of a knowingness and that we would do this if there was no monetary value attached to what we are fulfilling within that complex of what we are trying to create and within our mission. So when we are coming from a place that is passion-based and is looking to serve others or serve a process or serve humanity, serve the environment, serve the earth, we are not coming with fear, scarcity, lack. We are coming with fulfillment, knowingness, and a trust within our journey. Oh, that is so true. And this is interesting about that inner trust piece. And one of the things that I always teach my clients is that ego is kind of needed while you're here in duality. So we're not here to like make it go away, but that when you are in alignment with the higher part of you, your ego becomes sort of transparent. It's You become of service, even though you still have ego. So it's kind of like taking it out of psychology into spirituality. So can you say a little bit on, on that? Because like, what's your view on, you know, human self, ego personality still being in existence while we're having this spiritual experience and still living in a third dimension. Absolutely. Absolutely. Our ego is here for so many amazing purposes and our survival of our race, of our human experience. So it is very vital to have our ego state being there, but it's about knowing how to control that aspect of our ego, controlling which aspect of our brain that we are functioning in. Are we functioning directly from the left side of our brain? Are we going into the right side of our brain, into our creative, our flow, our intuitive senses and our knowingness? And when we come into a state of spirituality, there is always going to be that ego state, because again, we are human beings. However, it's about more than that. There's a trust, there's a knowingness, there's a sense of unwavering peace that you know that everything will come into the alignment that it needs to when we surrender, when we release that need to control every aspect of our life. And that is why so many people struggle within business and struggle in their daily lives is because they're always looking to control every component of their life because they're serving out of the ego, but the ego is there to protect you, to keep you 
safe to make sure that there is a survival aspect to the human species. It's not there to debilitate you. We just learned how to use our brain in an incorrect manner. We're using it to operate from a state of fear in every step that we take, opposed to coming from a state of allowance, of knowingness, knowing that everything always works out as it is intended to. And what would you say about someone who is waking up to 5D experiences, 6D, 10D experiences, and um, trying to adjust their life here in the material plane, especially women entrepreneurs who have their own coaching practice or healing practice, and still bring in wealth and still have parameters and rules sort of of the third dimension at the same time. Absolutely. We're in a monetary world. That is, we are built on these constructs, even though we believe that they're illusionary false constructs, it's still the constructs of the world and that we need to know how to operate within them. But because we're going into our spirituality, it doesn't matter which dimension or which density that we're going into, is that we are still here to have a human experience. We're still here to experience everything as Roxanne, everything as Eugenia. We're here to experience absolutely everything on this earth plane. So when we go into our spirituality and that connectiveness and where we feel like we're coming out of alignment, then we need to come back into alignment and not just our spirituality, but that means that our spirituality and our physical being, our emotional being, intellectual being is out of alignment because it's not integrated and it's not functioning as one. It's functioning on different levels. And being a shaman, even though that I portal through different worlds and different avenues and cosmic spaces, it doesn't mean that I don't come back and I ground myself back onto the earth plane. Even though we are these beautiful soul essence orbs and we have so much beautiful divinity within us, we are still grounded within our physical vessel, within our physical being. There's a reason why we are not reconnecting to source because we are here to fill a sacred purpose. Yeah, and that would be the balancing of that limitless power that you're talking about with being a human being, right? Absolutely. And it's about that harmonizing. We'll never have direct balance. That's a measurement. That's a scientific measurement. What we're going to have is we're going to have harmonization. We're going to have flow. We're going to have alchemizing. We're going to have that stability in stabilizing ourselves, but we're never going to have a direct measurement of, you know, scientific measurement of this means this, and this means this. And you can, you know, you have to be directly in your feminine, your masculine energy. You have to be directly into your spirituality and your human, in your, in your human being existence. It's about honoring that essence about flowing, allowing ourselves to flow within whatever dimension that we're going into and whatever presence that we're going to any opportunity experiences, any wisdom that we're looking to attain it's about continuously letting that flow and not constraining it or constructing it and putting labels and definitions around it. It's about really surrendering that aspect of ourselves, that really surrendering that that sense of control to it. Yeah, and there is always this internal dichotomy of being guided versus self-initiating some out of the desire to to attract what you want. So can you speak to that um, inner component that I think so many entrepreneurs struggle with? Because from the spiritual side, we kind of want to let go and just have spirit guide us. But in the material plane, you actually have to make decisions. And then, of course, you desire something. So 
How would you resolve this dilemma? <laughs> Absolutely. And I think this brings us so beautifully into the laws of nature and why they were created and our universal laws and guidelines and understanding it's not just the law of attraction, there's a law of vibration, law of correspondence, and there's so many incredible laws, duality, polarity. When we think about this aspect, we then have the law of correspondence and the law of action. And it's important that we are consistently taking action within our life. But it doesn't mean that we're taking forceful action. It doesn't mean that we're forcing something to become a reality or to bring it into the vicinity of what we are trying to manifest. Because if it doesn't belong to us, it will never be sustainable or attainable in the longevity of what we're looking for in our life. So when we think about it from that perspective is that we're here to have a human experience. We're here to follow the laws of nature and we do need to take consistent action, but it should never be forceful. If it feels draining, it feels out of alignment, then it's a no, it's a no, you shouldn't be doing it. We shouldn't have, you shouldn't have to push something forcefully in order for it to come into alignment to you. That means that that something was created and it's not actually intended to be part of your destiny is what we believe is that 80% is predestined and 20% is free will as we come and have this human experience. So knowing that it's about doing the actions and allowing ourselves to surrender after doing the action in order to have that reciprocal exchange to receive what we're actually giving, having that give and take also the reciprocity, the law of reciprocity, right? I'm giving and then I'm allowing myself to receive because how many women entrepreneurs push, 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 and they never allow themselves to actually receive everything that they are pushing for and the actions that they're putting forward because they're consistently in their masculine energy. They're never in their state of flow, of allowing. It's so true. <laughs> that is definitely something I've seen so much. And thank you for speaking to that. And in my practice, I talk about the wealth container as in how much you can receive. And you're totally correct that so many times women create all this service and give and do, and then kind of like forget that they actually need to open up the gates to receive, which is of course, unconditional love and self-worth um, issue. And, and trust. Trust mm -hmm. that you are provided for and that every action that you have, the law of cause and effect, right? Everything that you are vibrationally putting out there will return itself to you. But if you're preventing yourself with resistance and being in your masculine energy, it has no way to penetrate and to come its way to you. It's like, it's like being on an AM radio station frequency and you're looking for the song on the FM radio station <laughs> frequency. You'll never become in that alignment because you're not allowing yourself to be in that vibrational alignment of that frequency in order to receive what you're looking to attain. Oh, absolutely. And I think that that's also, there's so much confusion about discipline in a kind of an incorrect way as in overly masculine and pushing through and like I'm being self-disciplined, I'm doing what I'm supposed to, which is the masculine that's negative that you're speaking to versus sort of a spiritual discipline as in personal mastery when, yeah, sometimes you might do something you don't like, but it's not draining. It's still going towards the higher purpose. Would you speak to that balance? Or absolutely don't know what I to think, call it if it's not a balance. <laughs> absolutely. I think that's a really beautiful thing to say because when we are operating in our masculine energy, and this world is constructed off masculine energy, doesn't matter if we are cognizant of it or not, that is what is happening throughout the world. That's why we're in this push, 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 and burnout, burnout, burnout. Right. We see it all over the place. People are exhausted, they're burnt out. 
they have no patience, they're irritable, they have, you know what I mean? They're losing their family, they're Mm -hmm. losing connection to their loved ones, to their children. And we're seeing it happen throughout the board. It's not just something that is happening within the dynamic of my clients. I'm seeing it throughout the board as I speak to other conscious luminaries and spiritual leaders is we're seeing a high, high, high amount of burnout and of just relationship dismantling and just like that deconstruction of their life, but not a willing deconstruction of the life. So when we think of it from that aspect is like when we're coming into our spiritual guidance, if we don't want to do something and we're resistive to do something, it's about questioning, why am I resistive to this? Why do I have a fear surrounding this? It's because there's something deeper. There's something that is activating and triggering that is trying to avoid going down that that rabbit hole is something to tend with your shadow self, something to contend with some wounds that might be lying there, not even just from this lifetime, from previous lifetimes, or even from generations that weren't even, you know, really created by yourself within your own soul matrix. So when we have this soul work and we're going in this soul and self-mastery journey and we are fearful or we are resistive there's always an underlying reason is because we're not ready to uncover what is there. And we are fearful of it because it's unknown where we don't know what it's going to activate within us, what emotional reaction it's going to have the emotionality behind it, the fears behind it, and actually being able to contend with it. So when we are feeling like, you know, in our spiritual practices that we just want to resist something that's when we need to implore more. We need to explore that even further because that means that there's gold underneath there. There's some treasures underneath there that need to be discovered. Would you say that people often mistake their intuition and their fear? Because this I see so often when they feeling like, well, this is my intuitive thing. And then we start looking at it and it's like, well, yeah, but there's layers of fear and a generational fear from the family. And there's this karmic overlay and it just goes on and on and on. But they were sure it's their intuition when it's not actually. So can you say something to that? (laughs) Absolutely. And I think that there's a really important distinction here is that unless we are connected fully and hopefully and spiritually to ourselves, we can't really call it intuition until we uncover all the wounds to actually listen to our intuition. Because it's very easy to get caught up in the stories of our ego and the fear of our ego and allow that to control our next move or our next action that we make in our life. Or we can allow that to be the excuse and what prevents us and actually moving forward and accelerating forward because there's actually a fear of success that is underlying. And I'm sure that you've seen this with your clients is that as much as they want the million, you know, the millions and the billions, unfortunately, they have a trauma or a fear connected to monetary value, to their own value, their own self-worth. And if they're worthy of something of attaining that fulfillment or that monetary size of value in their life. So when we're coming from a fear state, it's about when you are making a decision and you're coming from your intuitive state, it's important that you're actually into your intuitive senses in that moment. And you're not just masking it with wounds and your ego and allowing fear to kind of being that dictator. So when it's coming from fear, it's going to be almost like like a burning feel, like it feels wrong. It feels off. But when you go into your internal knowingness, it's a full body knowingness. It's like 
when you meet the right person that you're going to spend your lifetime with in this lifetime, you have a knowingness. You can't define it. You can't say, okay, this person does this, this, this is why they're my person. It's this knowingness. You have a knowingness that will come throughout the entirety of your being. And there is nothing, there's no amount of self-doubt that is going to waver that knowingness. So how would somebody know that they are in a place that they need someone like you, that they need this type of a support of upgrading their consciousness and finding that soul component? Let's say they've been doing their own work. Let's say they're not a newbie. Yeah. So if you are doing your own soul self-mastery journey and you still feel like you're not coming into the vibrational alignment of what you're seeking or that you feel that there's blocks, energy blocks or energy disruptions happening in your energy field, you know that you definitely need to be seeing with a practitioner that can really help move that energy out. See where those imprints are lying. See where those wounds are being activated and triggered so that you can remove the roots so that you can actually grow to to the vision and what you're what you're seeing, right? Because you have the vision that is created within you. You know what you want for your life, what you're desiring for your life. Are you in alignment with it? And if you're not in alignment with it and you're doing everything around you to be in alignment with it, then there's something preventing you. It's something that is underlying, can be a belief system. It can be an energy block. It can be anything of that nature that is preventing you from achieving that. So if you're out of alignment in any way and you're not able to have that reciprocity of what you're giving and having that exchange, there's something definitely that needs to happen in the energy field and within your third helix of your DNA. Mm -hmm. And for you, how do you see your mission in the world? Like you travel through so many dimensions and worlds, you are able to bring in different energies and you're creating a pathway in a third dimension. And this is conscious coaches on the mission. So what's your mission? My mission is really to illuminate other souls' luxuriance. The mission that I've received in my sacred purpose is really to bring light and love and peace into the world and not in the understanding that we obviously always need polarity and duality in the world, but I know what my mission is and it's to bring that out in others for them to realize the magic that they have within them because many people, that piece of them, that component of them is dormant. So I really like to bring them to that full awareness of what they have within them. Do you find that you um, have a combination of speaking from your own experience and wisdom and almost like channeling different frequencies and dimensions and then become words and speak uh, through you? Absolutely. And I think that anyone in the healing world and, you know, in shamanism, when we talk about shamanism is that if I didn't undergo my own journey, then I wouldn't be feasible to serve others. So it was really important for me to understand every intricacy of my journey so that I could take those trials and tribulations and alchemize them and make them something absolutely magical. So it's about having that and then having that connection to that knowingness of divine intelligence of infinite love of everything that is around us is interconnected. And when we lean on that and we understand that everything has a source of intelligence, everything has a soul essence, even the constructs that we live in has soul. It was made from the earth plane. It was made of mother nature. Then we understand that we are so much more than just this physical being. There's so many elements to who we are and the beauty that we really have within us. Yeah, and I so agree with you on that. And I think that every person, when they are 
beginning to align and grow in who they are, start to have those experiences that maybe before looked to them almost like magical, like, oh, she can do that. I wish I could do that. And then they start doing their own work. And it's almost like they they do maybe a promotional video, but they end up channeling something in that video. And they're like, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. It was great. So it's um, a lot of it happens almost like automatically when we wake up to frequencies when we are in alignment, because then we become a full channel, right? Absolutely. And no one other person other than yourself awakens you or heals you or anything of that nature. You are very capable and you have all those amazing things within you. This is something within you, a guide and a spiritual practitioner will just teach you how to get there, teach you the pathway, how to get there without having to go through such massive amounts of trials and tribulations of going through, you know, the wars of what I like to call that we've endured (laughs) through our lifetime so that we can have those battle scars so that we can share that wisdom and that experience and that expertise we are here to serve. And just like you have your own magic within you, you're here to serve at a different capacity. Everyone has their own sacred purpose. No one person is the same. And we all have the potential to connect with divine intelligence, be spiritually connected, and just have everything that we desire for life. We all have that capability. Well, this is absolutely needed on a planet right now. Everything that you said, this is like humanity is going to that next level of personal evolution, of empowerment, of being your own sovereign authority and standing in alignment. And there's such a beautiful energy of this soul luxuriance that does come through you that I think I really would like our audience to sense because that is also within them. You are the channel for it, but this is such an important piece for all of us to remember that that's actually sort of the source of us. And the rest is more of how the fractals of our uniqueness show up in this simulation we call earth. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And as we're creating this new earth, as the new earth is already here, essentially, as we're creating and we continue to create, and as the architects and the creators and the visionaries it's really important that we start awaken to these senses and to that magic that is within us because it is needed more than ever. We are shifting at great scales and it's about helping and serving one another as we go throughout this journey. This is what we are here for. We are divinity. Even though we are having these human experiences, at the end of the day, we are divine beings having an incredibly divine experience and a human experience all at the same time. Oh, absolutely. Well, what would be the way for people to find out more about what you do? Absolutely. Anyone can visit my website at uh, com, and anywhere on social media under Roxanne Shepu, you can connect with me there. We can chat over tea and, you know, have incredible conversations. Oh, this is great. And I'm sure that on your website, they can find all sorts of goodies that they can play with and learn more about how to connect to this beautiful energy. And you embody such a light, Roxanne, and it's been such a joy to speak with you because you're bringing here this frequency, almost like a point of reference for people that, hey, this is actually possible. So this is great. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. Thank you so much. It's truly been an honor. Truly. Oh, well, you can find Roxanne Chaput at RoxanneChaput.com and all the links are in the show notes. Definitely go check her out. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Conscious Coaches on a Mission. If you are a successful coach, mentor, or a healer who would like to be a guest on my podcast, please visit transcensiongate.com slash podcast. Are you the type of person who loves to help? If you got something out of this interview, I would love you to share this episode on a social media. Just take a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Would love for you to shout us out on Facebook and Instagram at Eugenia Oganova. If you know someone who would be a great guest, tag them on a social media and let them know about the show. And please include the hashtag Conscious Coaches on a Mission. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. I'm regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and the guests. It means a lot. Want to know more? Go to my website, transcensiongate.com, to advance your consciousness and scale your business in a sustainable way using wealth energetics and soul design. And join my Facebook group called High Ticket Clients Energetics for Spiritual Coaches. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll see you next time.